So Brimbley. Yeah. You have a visitor. Where do you go? Last time we hung out with this guy, we did it in, in the study. So mm-hmm. uh, Brimley's going to look around and you say, I guess we go to the study, but I might have to clean up in there. Apparently I haven't been there in two years. Yeah, two years. Not two weeks. But um, let's go do that. Two years, two weeks, 40 years. Who's to say? I like that. It's been two weeks. <laughs> Brimley leads him up the stairs to the okay. study. You, uh, you open the door. You kind of all begin filing in, and he, he stays outside the study. Do you want to come in? Um, no, it's, it's, not, it's not as much about coming in. It's, um, it might actually be better if we use my study. Do you have a study here? Um, no, Goodbye? no, we can, but it's a quick little hop and skip to get there. Um, so it must be close. It's relatively close. Do you have, um, do you have a circle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I said close, I, I meant, I meant like, like within the vicinity, not like teleport close. Anything's teleport close. Fair enough. Good. Then it'll Sorry, be easy. I'm, all, I'm new to this whole magic thing. It, it'll be easy for you to get back. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he kind of just holds out his hand. How many got your noses can you do? Um, I put my hand on this man's hand. Yeah, we I hand, reach out. We hand up. I kind of look around. We hand like, out. Guys, Timur's going to give me a divorce one day. Just know it. And then he puts his hand out. As long as you're aware. Oh, so does. What's his name? <laughs> Perfidulo. No. Saitama. And yeah, so you're all, your hands are all in the middle and he goes... Good. Now, just to be clear, the spell does not require that we hold hands. I just... <laughs> no, uh, we know. We just do it sometimes. I just wanted to see your unity. And then Window tickles his palm. <laughs> I feel so close to you. And you're whisked away. <laughs> you find yourselves on a, like a marble brick sort of terrace feeling uh, uh, space. And it's outside. And you see that you're on kind of like a balcony, basically. And looking out, you see sky. You kind of look over the edge of the balcony. You do not see uh, ground. It, it seems that you are in the air in some capacity, uh, maybe very high up a mountain or something like that. And he says, uh, uh, please, um, follow me this way. The, uh, the others are waiting. And he leads you into... Uh, this building, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's both simple and elegant uh, at the same time. It, there's not just like, you know, just overwhelming garish design everywhere, but the, the few design choices that there are, uh, you know, the edge where, you know, ceiling meets wall, you know, there might be a line of like shimmering gold or some kind of sparkling gem or something like that. It's simple, but where there is choices made, it's, it's beautiful. There are lots of doors in this place, and you kind of cross through a wide open room, and then you pass through. There aren't, there don't seem to be a lot of people here. He leads you to a door, uh, and he says to you, "Just be aware. Um, most of the others haven't seen um, people in a while. You're our first guests in quite some time. So, like, how long's a while? Because I haven't seen anyone in two years before." These guys. No, it's two weeks. No, 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 two years. No, it's two weeks. Uh, no, for, for them, it's it's more like decades or centuries that passed before um, interacting. Oh. We, we sort of 
would take turns as acting as liaison across the plains, and it's been my um, opportunity. And so I just, just a reminder that some so, of them can be a bit uh, out of touch. So when you start a shift, like how how does that go for the first like couple of years? Oh, it's weird. I can imagine. Yeah, it's like music is different. And then, and food is different. Fashion must be this. Like, what are you guys wearing? Yeah. Well, we, as it is our um, job to watch and monitor the worlds below, uh, we do sort of keep our thumb on the pulse of things. But it's more like getting used to it for ourselves that becomes the real issue. Do you, do you like doing that? Um, it's the only life I've known for these several centuries, so I can't say. That I remember what it was like not being. So you like you like watcher. to watch. I do appreciate the opportunity to occasionally get involved myself. Okay. And he opens the door, uh, and you find like a almost like a um, circular uh, meeting place, uh, and there's a ancient round stone table that is completely out of place. Uh, like this modern kind of newer building has built around it or that it was moved here much too big to get through a door. Uh, and around it are nine stone chairs, seven of which are filled. And he sort of leads you over to where there is an empty chair. And he kind of just gives you like the body language to just kind of like, like there's only one chair, obviously, but to just sort of stand here, and he goes and he takes uh, a seat in the eighth of nine empty chairs. Don't you uh, guys want to sit? Or uh, uh, I don't want to assume. To the right is a kind of an orange-skinned man, half elf. He's got like half elven ears uh, with a long. Long, long, long red beard. His head mostly shaved, except for like a ponytail that kind of comes out the back of his head and kind of goes down like mid-back. He has these two rows of tiny little horns. Um, and when you say something like, would anybody like to sit? He, he pipes up. He's kind of the next chair. And he goes, not your seat. It's not your seat. Oh, uh, See, I I'm assumed. Whose who's seat is it? But he won't be joining us, really. And his eyes twitch a little bit. Um, and the guy who, who was speaking to you previously kind of just like puts his hands up and he goes, we should, we should begin, please. He gestures, he says to the kind of orange skinned man, and he goes, fine. He crosses his arms. Um, scattered on the table are sort is sort of this like eclectic group of individuals. Uh, three of them have full cloaks with hoods pulled down to sort of cover their faces. One of them is like a is like a, a ragged patched gray. One of them is a like a silky kind of satiny green, and the last is uh, like purple, but has like gold and silver threading, uh, so that it's so almost chaotic with how much patterning. But the base fabric is purple. That's three, four, five. There is a very uh, pale white skinned elf who has sort of a you can't assume that it's her hair is dyed this kind of sky blue. You've never seen someone with that hair color naturally in a troon, and it sort of falls mostly to one side. She's wearing like like she's dressed for like the summertime. In contrast to these people who are like in these like heavy like robes, she's like 
She's got like the equivalent of like the fa- a fantasy like tank top on, basically. Like her arms are like very exposed. She has tattoos that go uh, like sleeves of tattoos that go up her arms. Piercings on her eyebrows. Most of these people don't matter really, but <laughs> it is it is what you see. There is a fourth hooded character who is like kind of in like a black hooded robe, almost ring wraithy, and sort of you can see that at the end, like his like his like um hands are his fingers, which he has like human esque fingers, are kind of crossed sitting on the table, and the color kind of drains from his arms as it gets to his finger. Um, and so his his hands, like after the elbow, almost kind of drift into like etherealness, where they become like somewhat uh, translucent and transparent. Oh, and uh, and a Vidalcan, which I don't think any of you have ever seen in a Troon. Uh, so this kind of like tall, slender, blue skinned um, humanoid, How tall like, talk, like seven ish feet tall. We've heard of them from uh, uh, you. You have right? you have heard of them. Uh, kind of nose is like a, not snake like it's not the expression but their face looks flat-ish and uh, actually has similar hair to that other dude he's bald but has like a a braided ponytail just originating from one point in the skull so here's this this group of 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 people of beings the person who led you here addresses you and says well um thank you very much for coming and, uh, you know, especially the people in the, the hoods, they kind of like ominously like nod their heads. And the, uh, the very white skinned elf with the blue hair has this kind of like cocky smirk on her face and is watching you. Her eyes like really narrow, like she's analyzing you. I, I, once upon a time, uh, many years ago, I explained to you that I was part of an organization that is focused on um, contributing to the balance of the multiverse. An organization of balance, if you will. Yeah, we talked about a lawsuit, possibly? Yes. Um, many of them did want to press charges against you, but I convinced them that... He kind of looks around the table just like, what, what are you going to do the, the orange-skinned uh, guy with the, the four horns, mm-hmm. he gives you kind of like crazy man, crazy old man eyes. Yeah. I'm like, hey, yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to know who's was But we did discuss that as... Um, our organization typically uh, likes to remain anonymous, but you could continue to use the name um, despite being several thousand years late to the game. Uh, however, we're not really... Um, we don't like to get involved as far as um, the universes go uh, because it's not really our world anymore when, you've, when you're this far removed. Anymore. Um... Well, we, we come from um, really all over the place. Unfortunately, my um, home reality doesn't exist anymore, um, helping uh, to keep uh, me relatively serious about the job that I do. Um, you've had questions before, and I had cautioned you against delving too deep in certain things. And so, despite my warnings, I believe you continued to look and ask questions about Emmett. So first, I want to know what you've discovered. Well, so is it is it you guys that make my head hurt when I think too hard? No. Can't, <laughs> can't take credit for that, unfortunately. Mm, still on the case. <laughs> Keep trying. I will. <laughs> Thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> What's your name? 
Don't worry about it, sonny. That's a really long name. <laughs> You're my favorite. Why? <laughs> so, uh, well, a question for you. you. You said that your reality no longer exists so that you could perform this job. Does that, is that true for everyone around this table? The, uh, the woman, the, the female elf, speaks up and goes, um, no, not all of us were as careless with our realities. And she gives like a sarcastic Throwing shade. Uh, shade look at the dragon-eyed elf man standing before you. But win some, you lose some, I guess, right? Hey, I feel that. I, pull, I, I ask, uh, what's what's your name? I don't think they're the sharing type, Junta. <laughs> I don't have one. Oh, I have two, technically. I know. Then what are they? I mean, you're Junta. Mm-hmm. And you're also the Santa. He's good. <laughs> See, that's I the funny part. Gave it away. <laughs> that's the funny part about uh, part about us is we can also see you when you're sleeping, and we can also know when you're awake. I haven't slept in a long time. I understand that feeling. Man, being a civilian is great. Oh, yeah, there is a certain uh, ignorance of just uh, the greater things of the cosmos that you really—it's uh, a real weight off your mind. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and there's, trust me, there's plenty of petty stuff in the mortal plane that we get caught up on, so I can only and imagine. in that regard, can we please get back on topic? Oh. He shoots like a, a dagger at her. Uh, Alright, but... But on the topic of Emmett Turner, I, or as they say, Emmett Elementus. Whoa, what did he change his name? It's a title thing! Yes, it was from a Long blah blah blah. Gotcha. Yeah, what you said. The long history book I get to read at some point. Anyway, um, so Emmett got really powerful, and in that he forgot how to remember basic things, like what happened five seconds ago. And yeah, that's pretty much it. He gets a weird glimmer in his eye when he talks sometimes. When you guys, when you guys told me to stop, I I stopped. Yeah, I, I kind of became Santa. I guess I'm thankful I'm still alive. So, is this the reason you brought us here to ask us? No, 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 no. Oh, no. okay. There's just sort of seeing if you had actually Brimbley. listened. But, um, yeah, it's in sort of the same vein. It would be truthful to say that Elmit. Elmit? Elmit? I should stop drinking. <laughs> um, Good PR team. It's safe to say that Emmett Elementus is in possession of an incredibly powerful artifact. It would also be forced to say that, as he's not have the object on his person. Um, but this particular meeting has to do with other objects okay. of power. No, I, I was just confused because it sounded like you were ramping up to be like, you guys got to go kill Emmett. And the last time you were like, you guys can't kill Emmett. So but it's, we're good. Uh, Never mind. Well, we're good. That remains to be seen. Unfortunately, our missing friend here, and he gestures to the empty chair, will probably get to the bottom of killing Emmett. And then we'll have a whole host of other issues on our hands. Um, but for now, 
um, rather than focusing on that, we'd like to focus on something in something else. Sure, um, let's do it. I doubt that your combined strength would be able to take down um, the full weight of a fully realized gem of transmutation. But if there was one, for instance, that was less than mature in sort of its infant stages of developing, it might be possible to retrieve that one before our enemy, and again he gestures to the empty chair, uh, manages to collect it. Why does your enemy have a chair at your table? Because he probably broke off, as most enemies do. Pretty much. All right. Um, He was was one of us. He was a watcher, and he no longer is. So why haven't you guys killed him? Because they watch. Unfortunately, he's ingrained himself back in the threads of destiny, and that's just not something that we're really supposed to do. So you want us to kill him for you? No, no, God, no. You'd, Not kill him. You would be destroyed. You want us to get the gem so we can He's kill already him for in possession you. of the necromancy stone. I mean, it's the, the odds of him having a second one are already quite large. But. Is this a big. Mm, on an gotcha. unrelated note. Is this guy big purple and have a big chin? <laughs> Curious. Are there other. What? what? There's a lot of special gems here. Ah. Are there other stones out there just kind of. Floating around? Other oh, six. yes. I don't think the illusion stone exists currently, mm. but that's always an iffy one. Conjuration is fairly hard to pin down, you would imagine. Transmutation is tricky, but it's physical. That's good. Um, but the one I'm hopefully going to send you after today... The guy who knows. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost as powerful as this one. How many times can you guys do gotcha knows? All the times. (laughs) See, Junta's got four. They got all the times. You got a lot to learn. I'm never gonna be able to do it. Don't give up, buddy. (laughs) And Pat's Pat's color. You got this. There's a stone on an island in the relative middle of the ocean, and. For the longest time, we thought it was simply just a very active volcano. But it turns out, something deeper was happening under the surface. A very, very powerful thing happening deep under the surface. So it's my hope that you would go investigate, on our behalf, whether or not it is simply just a volcano, or perhaps the stone of evocation has revealed itself finally. Now, you must understand that in the hands of an enemy, this would be very, very, very powerful and very, very dangerous. It's a near unlimited power. And although its power destroys, it's what it does. If someone were to wield another stone, one that, for instance, preserved life, Necromancy. it could be very dangerous indeed. Hmm. So you're saying someone can have the ability to essentially turn off and turn on life at will? Potentially. Wow, cool. Um, so two questions. How often, I know you said for the longest time, but how often do these gems manifest? And are there specific locations where I guess energy can manifest, where it's favorable? The interesting thing about these stones is that it appears that every 
one of our universes has one. Of a set. Of them all. As they are a set and also one. So there's infinite of them. In a way. The problem is if they are brought together. Because they represent the eight pieces of magic. If they were brought together, they would no longer be eight pieces of magic. They would be magic. Oh! 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 So when I say that my universe ceased to exist, I do not mean it was destroyed. I mean that someone erased it. Hmm. So Emmett was talking to me about how he believed that was the case of how magic... I'm not surprised. He's very knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I guess... Well, yeah. So my hope... Unfortunately, as I stated before, it's not quite... wasn't supposed to be your task. Our threads indicated that some group in the future would come together for campaign two and find all the stones before the enemy did and save the world, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen because the viewers have dropped down quite a bit. So, my hope... He said something that makes sense in-universe. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, I... I'm, Korath, is, Korath, Korath barely understands normal people talking, so he's not paying mind to that. Just to get it. So, uh, my hope was that, again, you could investigate on our behalf, and if, if such a stone were to exist you would place it inside of this. And he pulls out a kind of um, sphere that opens, kind of like a Pokeball. You've seen one of these before. Um, after you defeated the mage at the top of the God's Peak, um, a bearded elf man appeared and um, opened one of these and snatched a black stone away um, oh, and that- teleported away. Was that the guy? Is your friend a bearded elf man? I don't think calling him a friend is when he's sort of out to destroy a universe. See, the problem is, is that we were there when he got the necromancy stone. Right. So again, why wasn't anyone there? Well, you were watching us again. This is very irresponsible viewership. Destiny threads were not supposed to align until shortly before that battle. In which case it was a little too quick now to actually get involved. Question. Yes. What happened? What? Because I was like right there, right there. Oh, I was dead. What would have happened if I grabbed it? Oh, uh, I suppose there's a lot of things. Because I was gonna. It could have stripped your soul. It could have filled you with souls. Could have turned you into a lich. Could have granted you immortal life without the weaknesses of lichdom. There's quite a few things it could have done. Whoa, I could have been immortal. Granted you you an army of the dead. Wait, it could have made me immortal. It could have made you immortal. Guys. That would have been terrible. That would have, I mean, if that happened, it would explain why I'm so old, but look like I'm 30. But you would just radiate, it was just radiating energy near you. Guys, I'm getting a theory that I might not be a Goliath after all, because Goliaths don't live this long. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Even Windows conspiracy. But if I was immortal, that would explain everything. Now it started again. Yeah, I like it. Well, can't say. Well, you guys were watching. What'd you see on your screen? Read Crystal Ball. Uh, which Crystal Ball? 
when you saw the necromancy stone imbuing Gorath. Yeah, oh, wait, uh, what? What are we asking? Where did he go? I wish I knew. How did he get but there? Here's the problem. Um, we don't exist. Really. Yeah, you do. We are more um, metaphysical, mm. more than anything else, really. So it's not like there's really anything we can offer you. There's no gold. You touch him. It, your finger doesn't pass through him. You, you seem very physical to me. Thank you. It, there's no gold we can offer you. There's no items. There's no potentially knowledge. It would be really more a to save the world sort of thing. I would have called upon another adventure party, potentially someone a bit younger. No offense. Um, I'm a little offended. But I'm young. But it's now yeah, like you're just two weeks older. There, yeah. there are now four of these stones that you've come in contact with before. So Ooh. I got a question for you. What? Wait. So I. It appears that destiny wants you to wrap up this particular thread. That's cool. Can we you, roll some dice? You familiar with this uh, uh, this thing called the blue light? Yes. Was, who who did that? I'm assuming the conjuration stone. Wait, so that's what was in that? That was that. That was that weird hand in the blue vo- in the blue uh, sauce that we saw. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Do you know Lilithus? He watched things. No, we were just with him. And then there's actually like a murmur around the table. Like what's a Lilithus? And then like some you you like overhear someone say, "How do we not know about a Lilithus? Are you kidding me? Is he a blind spot? He would. That makes sense. He like would be a blind spot. A, yeah. you, wait, wait, wait. Do you guys have a portable hole? No. Oh, well, if you ever come across a portable hole, close yourself in it. And then knock on and the knock door. And knock on the door. <laughs> we and, have one. We'll look into that. And, and, just, and, just, and just like you could say like, hey, we're interested in your wares because if. If, if, if you're in his basement, the older no orange skin man just puts his hands on the table and goes, Are you in or out? Are we done with this or what? Hey, give me, I use magic. Give me some more juice and I'm in. <laughs> All right. Do you have like a necklace of fireballs? Thanks. No. Oh, well, that's all I had. Let's uh, go! I mean, saving. <laughs> I want to go home! <laughs> saving the world is kind of in my job description, so I guess I'll. Yeah. <laughs> If you could still cut it, Jaime. <laughs> um, what? What? He said, if you can still cut it. <laughs> oh. Like, save Who's talking? I just heard, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> I thought I was your favorite. Um, <laughs> I, ah. But, you know, there's new models every year. Um, uh, that's rude. That's, I'm not that's a model. <laughs> that's like, um, <laughs> cut me. I'm maybe like um, a double XL plus size model. So he says the uh, the original talker says, um, unfortunately, um, I'm going to highly recommend that although I can point to you on a map in your world of where a troon um, is in relation to this island, mm-hmm. I would recommend not teleporting um, straight there. If it sure. is possible, that this is not just a an overactive volcano and that there is something more powerful happening here, it would be more appropriate to come in from afar, potentially on some kind of sailing vessel. And, but I, I, I didn't get it. 
and um, to explore. Um, using magic around these gems can be a bit tricky. Conjuration in particular. If you attempt to shoot, I don't know, fire out of your hands and it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. But if you attempt to teleport somewhere and you do not arrive at your destination, that can be potentially problematic. Okay. Um, well, I thank you for doing this. Yep. Okay. You might retire one day, though, right? Yep. Yeah. It does seem that the threads end soon. Cool. All right, so, I'm gonna, I'm I guess gonna, we can get a, a boat at Stromals, probably. We can rent one, buy one. Yeah, but why? What, but Stromals doesn't have a. It just has a lake. It doesn't. Oh, it's it, mm, there are there is a river that goes like to outlet. the ocean, and there are uh, there are lock systems. Cool. Um, so the there is a um, yeah, there is like a canal, a river that they sort canal. of modified into a working I'm canal, canal to get to the a camel ocean. When did this happen? And so has existed. Oh, let's do it. Okay, so let's go yeah. back home, and then we'll. He shows you to the the circle on cool. the balcony that you came to, and thanks you. Give him a two finger salute. The bloop. That's a bloop. And uh, go back home. Cool. Teleport back to the organization of balance. Um, Hands in. Not going to have any conversations around this. Just going to go. Wow. Bold move. Wait, what? Bold. Yeah. So where do you go? Uh, I'm going to go rent a boat. By a boat down by the docks. So oh. you're gonna walk to Stromals? Oh, you don't have a conversation day. with Stu- with with your. You don't have a. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> oh. Shouldn't you, uh, shouldn't you talk to your wife? <laughs> at least you'd be. I'm telling, already like. At least you'd be telling the truth this time. Yeah, I've been here in hot water. We're here. Like at least like tell your son or something. <laughs> I think oh he's, my god! You have other sons. You. <laughs> Oh yeah, and you have like seven other kids, <laughs> and you have freaking magic. <laughs> oh, they're all like adults now. Tell yeah, it. but you can tell one of them, and then the rest of them, or will be at like, the very least, like late teens. Yeah, like your youngest is probably like probably like 16, 17, 16, 17, 18, something like that. Eighteen um, now since they were sixteen, and then you left for two years. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, off screen. I'm gonna say. He goes and talks to okay. Jimra. You go say some goodbyes. Yeah. Uh, you tell her you'll be back soon. I guess. Um, we'll fast forward through the going to Stromals and finding out that there's not a boat that uh, is going to want to go to the part of the ocean. Like, they'll bring you to the ocean. Right. But they're not going to, like, you can't hire them to go, like, explore. Like, they're, there's, oh, they're all merchant vessels or fishing vessels. So you realize that you would actually have to go to the actual coast. Get just to the ocean and see if then you could hire. Okay. A, so could we take? Could we hire yeah. one of these boats to take us to to a coastal city? Absolutely. Right. Um, it's also you could also teleport there. I don't want to like blow all my. Wait. Got teleports. it. Do I have a way to communicate with the North Pole? Yeah. You just sort of like call for one of the elves. Yeah. So I would uh, just tell the elf. So, it. it Turns out that my friends yeah. need some help. Oh, okay. So, if you could just let 
Mrs. Claus, no, I'm going to be late for dinner. Oh, just today? Tomorrow? Um, leave that open-ended for now. Okay. I'll, I'll keep you updated. Yeah, you just call me back. I'll just jump between the rounds. It's okay, it's all right. No worries, new Santa. I mean, old Santa. I don't need Santa. Um, all right. Thank you. <laughs> Disappears. Do we hear you talking aloud? Oh, you, you can see this Christmas elf. He appears. He's physical. Oh, this is like physical. Yeah. Uh, but Mazina turned to Jinta and just say, Mrs. Claus? Uh, How'd you find a turtle on the North Pole? It's the Santa Claus too, guys. Has to have Mrs. Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Has to. Since it's in the bylaws. Uh, it's 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 kind of complicated. In order to keep my title as Santa, I needed to find a Mrs. Claus. Uh, you want to find a Mrs. Claus? I mean, don't let the I social contract dictate what you do, bro. I wasn't at the time, but she's she's very nice. Okay. She's a great companion. Hey, that's great. I'm happy for you. Uh, thank you. I'm just uh, Christmas is hard. <laughs> um. So you take a vessel. Yes, sir. To the coast. Take a vessel to the coast. Uh, you end up in sort of like a larger town, like an almost a city, and you're looking for a sort of exploration vessel, and there isn't one. By the way, mm-hmm. um, before we left Stromals, um, I went back to the. I went back to the stables where I'm assuming I left uh, <laughs> uh, Tremor and I pick him up. So okay. I have Tremor. Sounds good. That's, that's, that's me saying I want to have Tremor, but I don't want to waste the spell slot summoning him. Got it. Well, <laughs> the journey between Stromals and the coast will take several days. Okay. Sounds it's, good. It's not, a, oh. it's not like an overnight sort of thing. It's, it's, it's you know, 60 miles to the coast. God, I probably could have teleported us. <laughs> In that time, that's sort of why I suggested it. But by the time we get there, the world is destroyed. It's a yeah. choose-your-own-adventure book, so you can do whatever you want. In that time, I unattuned from my flame tongue that I had and reattuned to my amulet of health because, yeah, cool, probably helpful. Probably cool. healthful. Healthful. So you healthful. you you ask around in this kind of like almost city, and it's kind of the same thing. It's, there's a lot of merchant vessels and there's a lot of uh, fishing vessels. But there's not a there's there's not a lot of like party cruises. There's not a lot of people who are just hireable to just go on a place that there's no business to be had. But they do suggest that if you head ten miles east, there's another uh, seaside town where somebody on a boat was heading in sort of this uh, large. He describes it as a large, strange green ship, and that. It seemed like he was the exploring type. Well, how about this? Is there anyone in this town who's a fisherman that is looking to retire and wouldn't mind if someone purchased his boat? Wouldn't or you need a whole? You need like a crew. Counterpoint. It's almost that'd be almost. If the concern is that you're not going to be able to make money for like let's say three months, right? That's that sounds like a reasonable amount of time. Right. Like, what if we just paid you what you would make in that three months? How much is that? I am bringing my ship near that stinking volcano. Oh, so it's like, it's not that really... stuff comes out of that thing. It's, it's not smoke. about... So it's not about the lack of business. You're just chicken. Right. Got it. 
Yeah, I'm not chicken. I'm a realist. I got kids to feed. I can't just go out gallivanting. Yeah, I, I got a wife that I have to take care of. I got a wife that I have to make sure is taken care of, and children too. Who are you looking at, Mister Claus? Well, wait, wait, but but I mean, like, that's not very nice. Just because you totally doesn't mean that Claus is fingers. <laughs> but so, like, you shouldn't let him talk to you that way. It's okay, and I just pull out my list. So, like, eighty thousand. Go- <laughs> so, so, like, if we gave you eighty thousand gold, that wouldn't be enough. Eighty thousand gold is not much when you're trying to stay alive, my, my dude. Gold for them. So, commoners, commoners get like one gold, like. Right. A year. True. <laughs> uh, but what you're basically saying is like you're going into like a slum and trying to pay a bunch of gang members to like go take on a nation. Like it's like, yeah, like will they do it for the money? Sure. If they die and all of their men die, um, you're a bad person. Like it's a dangerous thing. Like what he's what he's describing to you is that like wh- where you want to go isn't isn't a place that people go. Junta. It's like he's it, there's no amount of money you can put on his life. He's uh, he's not he's not going to risk his own life. Fair enough. I guess we follow up on the lead. The Wait. there's like a there's like a very select few people that are like stupid enough to just. I don't know, get a mission from some strange guy and just go on it for no payment. Okay. Wait, so- wait. <laughs> Korth, you had you a, Korth, you had a great idea before and we didn't follow up on it. You got that portable hole? We got we got to get that foldable galleon. <laughs> that was a great idea. We would need a crew. It's just Owen speaking. We would need a crew. We need a crew. We need a crew. <laughs> uh, Let's go to the boat that like, so, like we mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Now now Brimley, now that we've traveled. Like you're going like to save us like an hour of travel. We're right. going to go through all of these <laughs> steps when there's these people who is like job it is to do this thing. I don't Brimley, know. Now that you've traveled now that we've traveled 2 weeks to get to the coast and now we're within a a walk, a one day's walking distance. Yeah, let's teleport. <laughs> oh, do, they, do they have this, a teleportation circle? This that wasn't two weeks. What's that? Yeah, we can. I've never oh. been there. Oh, hey. uh, okay. Okay. What? Like a like a circle that teleports you. Like you turn the circle and then you go in the yeah, room. Yeah, this is what I'm dealing with. What's that supposed to mean? I mean, that's rude. Aren't isn't that what doorknobs are? I said teleportation circle. Yeah, you go from one room to another room, or from outside to inside. I mean, no, no it's offense. The same. No thing. offense. It's not really a circle. You'd think that someone dressed like yourself would know. It's not really. A, it's more like an orb. Oh. What's your name? Seamus. Seamus. It's nice to meet you. I'm Korath. Um, I'm sorry <laughs> to potentially make you risk your life back there. Um. No, it's just explaining back, the details. Yeah, but when we get back, um, I'll, 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 I'll buy you a beer. But see, why can't you talk to people like that? Okay, let's let's go. And right before he turns around to leave, he says, "That's why no one likes gnomes." <laughs> and he turns around and he leaves. <laughs> um, I, I I I chuck a rock at him, like square center of the back. <laughs> you don't even have to roll; it just hits him. Oh, what the heck was that? Hey, what? That's my best friend. You're talking to. So. Yo, I'm about to feeble mind this guy. Oh <laughs> my god. What'd that say? You don't talk about gnomes like that. Oh, because of that thing. What I said? Yeah. I am sorry. That didn't feel sincere. Say it again. I'm sorry. I walk up to him and I'm just like, Junta, I'm not getting off the naughty list, right? Don't do it. 
How how far are we from well, the beginning? Is that like having thoughts? Like having free will? How like far not are we? having somebody help you poop in the morning? <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to help you poop every day! <laughs> alright, alright, come on, come on! Jeez! Freaking weird people. Windows playing with bugs right now. <laughs> this is big argument mm. happening. He starts trying like, to walk away. Okay. Uh, I'm, right. I'm just gonna sleep him. Alright, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even have to roll. He's, trying, yeah. he's got like eight hit points. Right, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you just put everyone in the block. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Um, how hard? You know he, what? I could have done worse. How hard, how hard does this guy go down? He's like not enough to wake him up. Okay. Yeah. It's magic. It's, it's spell. But he's 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 like he'll wake up and just have a headache, right? He's not dead. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It only lasts for like a minute. My All God. right. So you head uh, you head out. You, you go to this. Start walking down the street. And we hear him, like wake thing. up a minute like later. Like what? This narcolepsy just like. <laughs> I was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we start uh, heading down the road to this right. other town and this boat. This town is barely a town. This next town. It is like, it's, it's less than a village. It's less than a hamlet. There's probably like six houses here, just kind of on the coast. There's one kind of small uh, longboat. But just past that is perhaps the strangest warship you've ever seen. It's brown. The wood is is brown, but the, there's two masts that come up uh, in the center. And at the top of the mast, there are there are baskets and stuff. But you can see that at the top of them, they branch out and are actually these branches are actually filled with leaves. Like the masts are trees. still living trees. That's awesome. Ooh, I like this um, vibe. You see that kind of over the uh, the flaps. Uh, on the portholes on the sides, there are vines and ivy growing up um, all along the side of the ship. But kind of like halfway down the hull of the ship, it is sort of painted this green color. The sails, although they are rolled up, you can see are look like they're made of overlapping uh, very large leaves. That And then on the front, where there would be like a, you know, a golden mermaid or something... Um, is instead kind of like a tree man. Um, kind of like, imagine Treebeard, like on the front of the ship with his arms kind of like holding the ship, like he's like holding it like Spider-Man trying to hold the train from going any further. But he does, but it's like, has like a kind of a solemn expression on his face. And that's what you see. It is super out of place in this town where the houses are made of mud and clay right. with thatched straw roofing. This very regal, very nature looking ship is sort of sitting, you know, a little out of ways. Uh, there's no docks or anything that go out that far. Um, and it's just anchored in the harbor, I guess. You could call it that. One long piece. And you start walking into the town. Um, and you see like, just like the dirtiest, stinkiest people ever just kind of all sitting outside, like playing in the mud. You hear, uh, you hear from like, just like beyond ways you hear, I don't care what you got to pay. We want you out. I don't want that eyesore filling up our otherwise beauteous town. Uh, yeah, we head over to you that Don't hear any responses, but this, this kind of high pitched older voice just keeps kind of going yeah, we, off. You hear one side of the conversation. We walk towards this. Yeah. Crone. Uh, you kind of turn the corner and arguing with this very old lady. Lucky one. I'm curious who you think it is. Um, I wrote it down. You see a uh, an elf 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got kind of dark brown hair, okay. green eyes. His left arm, which would be his shield arm, uh, is severed at the wrist. Okay. Uh, you see Gallandan. Oh, I wrote Gallandan's boot! I thought I wrote it! I wrote it! That's awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of This Is Gonna Hurt. We'd just like to take a moment to thank our patrons for bringing this episode to you. So thank you to Austin, Frederick, JJ, Jordan, Justin, L.A. Brenton, Michael, Necroscope7, Neil, and Scott. Thank you for all your support.